Episode 30, Rion, starts on a somber note. I do have to admit this. I'm going to address it to the public. I am going to address my dirty laundry. <sighs> I've cheated on you. And I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. And I know you've been seeing the signs and you've been asking me what's going on. I, I knew che- I saw a hickey on your neck, you dirty bastard. I cheated on you Sunday with another radio company. I've done a live interview with BBC Radio Wimbledon. For anyone that hasn't listened, make sure you check it out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, everyone, I have been part of another media production. I thought, you know what? Let me address it out there so everyone hears it. Not just one-on-one, because maybe, maybe you'll take my apology if I air it out there. Look at me. I've been sitting here, loyal, cooking the dinner, doing the laundry, and he's fucking cheating on us. <laughs> but no, nah, um, I don't know if anyone has listened to the to my radio thing, but it was all right, innit? I basically had like a... Bro, it was so good. You spoke so, you spoke so, so well, bro. You know what it's like? And the woman who introduced the woman who was interviewing you, but she sounded so well, but she literally sounded like BBC. If BBC could have a voice, that would be her. It was BBC Radio Wimbledon, though. Oh, that's gone. Yeah. No, yeah. So now basically I done a little interview with Wimbledon on Sunday while I was there, and they basically wanted to ask me about my job, blah, blah, blah. But I think the one because I know some people always ask me, like, what are you not trying to get away from this podcast? Like, are you not trying to get like this or that and obviously we are getting famous slowly but surely um but i think another thing that maybe doesn't get like does kind of gets looked over is the kind of the confidence you gain from it in terms of public speaking in it re and i think like that's why i would always suggest to anyone like if you like even if you want to start your own podcast or you want to jump on ours for an episode like bro it's good practice more than anything the one thing that you did that was really good because when me and you do, when me and you do our podcast Obviously, like, we're silly, we throw a bit of slang, stupid words, but, bro, you was professional. You, like, you, you, like, changed it very, very well. You went from being silly to professional, which is very, very good. That's the thing, like, Yasser always beats to me. He's like, Kaiser, bro, you chat so rude to me. Like, how are you getting away with that? And I'm like, bro, I promise you I have two personas. Like, I have my persona when I'm, like, around you, around Yasser, like, Rion, whatever. But hey, if- bro, we're Asian kids, bro. You're very rude. I remember, like, when we were younger, no, you was, like, so, well... You was at some well-mannered, hello, sir. How, how do you do, sir? I'm a Fulham boy, through and through. True. But anyway, Ri, um, I thought I'd address my my little cheating scandal, my adultery out into the public, and hopefully you take me back. Listen, I believe in second chances, so just don't do it again, all right? <laughs> nah, but yeah, how you doing, bro? What's going on? Update me. Update, update the world, bro. Listen, one thing I've got to do, bro, is I've got to... Shout out someone. So obviously, when me and Kaiser went, when I went to Miami, well, when me and Kaiser went to Miami, we obviously had a very good time. But obviously, when we was out there, there's one night where, like, I remember I met a girl called Nashleen. Honestly, oh my god, like probably the pangest black girl I've ever met in my life, bro. She was very, very good looking. But anyway, um, well, before you get into anything more, <laughs> tell how you met her and like why you met her. What was I up to? Oh, so we went to a club called Cyber. I think so. Yeah, Cyber. So obviously, Kaiser does this. And uh, back in the day, when he still does it, to be fair, Kaiser does this annoying thing that when he um sees a girl, he just fucks off here and leaves me. Doesn't really say much. Just disappears. Or when he does talk to a group and he brings me, he never introduces me. And he and, and then the rest about he still cuts once he gets the one he wants. <laughs> but anyway, Kaiser disappeared. Yeah. And- yeah, so when um, Kaiser fucked off, obviously, like, um, I was chilling. And I remember I saw a girl, and I was just like, I saw her dancing, but you don't need to get eye-to-eye contact. 
So I think I must have been like, oh, like, come over. And then anyway, we just got to, we got to five, and obviously I've got her contact details. But I never really chat to her that much, to be fair. But anyway, off topic, um, she must have snapped me, to be fair, like, literally yesterday. And she was basically sent me, like, her voice note. And she was basically just like, oh, like, I listen to you guys' um, podcast every week. And she's like, yeah, it's so, so good, all that. It's basically just, like, um, applauding it, which is really nice. So obviously, yeah, I have, to, I have to give her a shout out, man. Bro, when I hear stuff like that, it gasses me, bro. Respect, no, thank you, it actually gasses me. Glad to hear you're doing well. Glad you're enjoying the podcast. Because yeah, I was saying to read, like, we get an all right amount of streams, and I, I kind of like can put a number to like each person. I'm like, okay, I know Yasser, Ethan, Evan, listen to it, and there's always like a good few left, and I'm like, I wonder who those numbers are. So it's nice to hear like someone like her. Like, I wouldn't have expected her at all to even know about it. Yeah, so nationally, if you, if you listen to this, well, when you listen to this, we appreciate we, that. We appreciate the love and the support. We do appreciate. Uh, well, really, oh, before we get into our topic for the day, though, let's have a quick little discussion about July 19th finally coming, man. Finally, everything's meant to drop. All COVID restrictions are dropping. What are you thinking about that? Bro, I, I, I don't get it, man. Like, no, I'm happy that everything's dropping. But then that was talking about earlier, bro. Like, clubs are opening, I think. And then, but cases are still going up. Do you know what I mean? Isn't that weird? <clears throat> it's weird, but like, even though cases are going up, which they're accepting, the deaths and like hospitalizations aren't going at the same rate that they were like before vaccines. If that, like, bro, today there was like 50,000 cases. When there was like last 50,000 cases before the vaccine, we were like fucked from that. But now it's actually like manageable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I think now that's that's why they're just like, well, look, we're doing the vaccines now. The cases aren't that mad. Sorry, the hospitalizations ain't that mad. If we don't open now, then are we ever gonna? Facts. All right, let me. Bro, it's getting to the point now where we just we need to get a thing. Imagine clubs, Kaiser, bro. They must have lost that one. Oh my god, man! The financial reckoning that they've had. Exactly. So, um, but now, do you think, bro? Obviously, we've been chatting about missing nightclubs and stuff, but I, bro, I think technically they'll be open from this Monday, which is kind of like it's almost surreal in a way, isn't it? It's like it doesn't seem believable. It's like, a dead day to have it open on a Monday, but they they managed to wait till Friday and just like advertised it and prompt it and be like Friday's coming and have a dirty Friday smash out. Oh, what you mean the government themselves? No, but I mean like it's better for clubs to like open on a Friday because. Everybody's off on, for the weekend, do you know what I mean? So you can just get smashed on a Friday. I'm sure they'll make enough money on that Monday night to not, not be too worried. But no, let's... Listen, I'll be there. My, that's what I was going to say. Are you like... Do you feel hesitant to go to nightclubs? Are you like, cool, as soon as they open, you're happy to start going again? Um. Well, to be fair, bro, like, even before COVID, I kind of like... I was I was slowing down on the whole um, nightclub phase anyway. Mm. I feel like we're, I've kind of passed that stage. I'm more into, like, nice bars now. Bars are better than clubs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, like, will you go to nightclubs even if, without being vaccinated and stuff, or do you actually feel a little bit? Yeah, nervous? yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I probably will. Yeah, yeah. Because, no, bro, I'm not even, I'm not even like, I, I'm not even 100 percent sure on this whole vaccination thing, bro. But I, like, Kaiser knows me well. When it comes to like illnesses, like, I prefer not to take medicine. I like to, my body just to ride it out. Because mm. I always hear you get all these these side effects, and listen, knowing my luck, bro, that would be me. <laughs> Why are you saying that as if you have bad luck? No, to be fair, I'm all right now. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I, I just uh, I just don't want to take the chance of it. I'm happy just my body taking it. Nah, fair play. Like, it'll be, you know what, man? It's like, 
I'm looking forward to things opening up, but at the same time, like I do feel that slight slight hesitance as well. I'll tell you one thing. The one thing that slowly, like if, if there's any if there's any one thing can like convince me to take a vaccine, it's the whole holiday thing because yeah. it's an easy process going abroad now. Do you think? Are you like? Because I feel like our generation is going to be a bit like a little bit of backlash from us. Because when you think about it, the whole reason we initially like went into lockdown and all that stuff, which I get, is because. COVID was mainly affecting older people though in general, wasn't it? Yeah. So the younger people were more, we were kind of like, even though it was still affecting us, it wasn't to a mad number. So we were almost kind of in a lockdown because we wanted the older people to not die, right? But yeah. now most of the older people are double jabbed, whereas we're all not really. So they can probably travel pretty freely soon. Do you think there's going to be backlash from younger people now being like, oh, that's so, that's so bullshit, like we've done all this lockdown and now they're able to go and travel while we're still like half vaccinated or unvaccinated and can't. Yeah, no, it's true, man. It's, but I'm not going to lie, I feel for the government in a way though, because bruv, there is no right or wrong way of dealing with this situation. It's, it's tough, do you know what I mean? If we were in their situation, then we would feel the pressure of it as well. No, it's a rubbish one, but I guess onwards and upwards, isn't it? Hopefully we're getting there. Yeah, fuck COVID and bring back real life. <laughs> Thank you to my auntie, Alia. She um, suggested that we had a little chat about that. So. Woo! Alia, woo! We're going to more depth at some point, but that's just a little... We're, we're definitely keen for it, innit, big fella? Yeah, but yeah. Slight hesitance, I suppose, from the um, the younger generation, if we speak for them. Facts, facts. But let's go into today's episode. We have been chatting for a bit already, and um, I put a little poll on the Instagram page a couple of days ago, and it's asking people, like... Just give us some suggestions of things you want us to talk about. And I had a couple things in my mind. And then Ify, shout him out, um, he kind of confirmed and he was like, oh, you lot should chat about racism in football after the Euros. Because firstly, it's a hot topic right now. And secondly, it's close to home. So, I mean, to give people a little bit of backdrop. So England, obviously, we lost the Euros on the weekend. And hey, that hurt, you know. That hurt. We done. A, we done a, by the way, if you haven't listened to our bonus podcast on that, make sure you check it out. So only that 18, lot, only 18 Monday, minutes long. When I was at work on Monday, bro, someone come in and was like, oh, this literally started talking about England. I was like, shit. I was like, this actually hurts talking about it. It's shit. But no, obviously, like, we lost the penalty shootout and the three people that missed it were, what? Marcus Rashford, Marcus Rashford and Sakura Black. And, and then, then Jaden Sancho's mix, Michael. Jaden Sancho's mix. And all three of them got, like, mad racial abuse afterwards from English... Well, I mean, probably people all over the world, but a lot of English people as well. And so we thought, why don't we discuss that today? Because it's a hot, relevant topic. Um, mm. First thing I'll ask you, Ree, before we go any further into, like, co- like chatting about it, debating, whatever, did you almost know that was coming? Like, as soon as as soon as soon the penalty shoot happened, were you like, yep, yeah, this race, this is going to kick off? Or were you, were you actually kind of hopeful it wouldn't? Bro, there's, oh, bro, there's, there's always racist, like, somehow. Like... I never thought, though, it would be as bad as the way it was. And I'll be honest with you, bro. I thought the Italian fans would be way more racist than the English fans. Because, you know, the Italian league is quite racist. You know what I mean, like, there's a lot of black players like a hate out there. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Because, yeah, you're right. The Italian league does have a lot of, like, racial... Bro, it's yeah. mad. Bro, one commentator in the Italian league one time said, like, but to him, he said this so casually. He was like, to stop um, Romelu Lukaku from scoring, that like, you should dash a banana at him or something. Shit. A commentator said that. Yeah, bro. It was actually mad. There's, I think the Italian league, like, last season, well, not, not the season that just come, the season before. Bro, it was peak, man. There, there was so much bullshit going on. 
But yeah, with the whole but you know you know the England fans, man. When we win, it's all love. But when we lose, bro, they, these men are just the worst fans. They're so stupid. They're ignorant. Bro, like, fam, you got to remember, bro, like, with sport, bro, losing is horrible. But at the end of the day, there's a winner and there's a loser. You just have to firm a loss and move on from it. Fam, the main thing you got to take from it is, like, at least we got to a final. Obviously, like, you want to win it. But this is the first final we've been to in 55 years, bro. Just, just soak that in. And we got such a, a young squad, like, Jaden Sancho, Saka... And Rashford are also young, brother. Like, these men could still easily win a Euros in the future or a, a World Cup. You know, the main thing is that they've had the experience. We have such a good tournament for it to just be killed over this bullshit. So, so would you say then you kind of you knew straight away it was coming though? Uh, I definitely knew it was coming, but not to the extent of how it was. Yeah, because I remember. So basically, I watched the final here with Yasser at my at the house. But then for the penalty shootout, we were like, let's quickly go to the pub and just check it out. And to be fair, no one there was bad. But I said to um, Yasser, because Rashford was the first one to miss, I think, right? Mm. And I said to him there, I was like, bro, I guarantee there's going to be so much racism after this. And that was even before Sancho and um, Saka missed theirs. And it, it's, it makes me sad that like, to watch my own country, I know that these guys, because they're not white, basically, they're going to get racial abuse for it. And I think... Do you remember when I was saying to you, bro, like, I've almost struggled to, like, get into this tournament where I yeah. get behind England. And I was trying to, like, wonder, I was saying to myself, I was like, why am I not into this? Because, like, bro, it's England, it's a major European tournament, like, how am I not into it? And I get Wimbledon was on at the same time, but when it was 2018 World Cup, that was Wimbledon as well, and I was, I was properly into it then. So I was like, what's the difference between this time and that time? And I think it's because this time, this time around, it's been made so much more obvious how bad England fans actually are, bro, in terms of how they behave. Because it's been in this country. Yeah. That's why. Because, like, Wembley's hosted most of the matches. So it's been, like, on our doorstep in a way. And we're, we're reading all this bullshit about England fans. And it makes me be like, wow, like, am I actually... Do I want to support the same football team that these, like, fucking drunk idiots are supporting, you know? Yeah, true. So true. So that I think that's the big reason. Like, I just couldn't get behind the tournament. Because I was just like... Obviously, I love England and I... Even the football, the physical football team, those players and the manager, they're cool. But it's almost like I'm looking at these drunk idiots and I'm like, wow, like, and now now we know they're racist. And I'm like, really? Like, am I supporting the same as these idiots? Let, let me ask you a question, bro. For you, how do you get rid of racism? Like, like what, what's the punishments that you'd put in place to stop this from happening? I was thinking about this on the way home because I was like, obviously, the majority of this racism that's gone towards these players is over social media. Mm. And the the big problem with social media, man, is like, I'm sure you can track if you really investigate, but most people's accounts, bro, you barely have to give any information about yourself and you've got an account and you can do whatever you want. So it's like, firstly, I think the first thing that's got to be done is people's social medias have to be tracked more. Like, true. Like, it has to be like, okay, this guy's made a racist comment. Bang. Let me click on his profile. I've got his address. I've got his actual real name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying everyone should have access to that, but I mean, like, the insta like you know the main people need access to that otherwise it's like that will never stop but the thing that i was thinking about that is like cool then it means they won't be doing these racist comments online and that but they're still going to be thinking it in their head regardless so like these racists are still racist you know they're just like now they're just afraid to do it online which obviously is better because now at least Saka won't wake up the next morning and see all of this on his instagram feed but those racists are going to be this they'll, they'll just be saying it to their family and friends instead then 
the thing is though, like those races still will be racist, but like the the severity of saying stupid things will be so severe, well they'll just have to null it. Mm. Which is the main thing now, man. I, I think the punishments now should be harsh, bro. It's the twenty first century, like there's so much equality, bro. Like we have transgenders and we have this and we have that, and we're accepting to everything. But we still have mad racism, brother. It just needs to be done now. Do you, so I, I get bored of racism. It's fucking stupid. Because with bro, like me and you, like bro, I do not care if you're green or purple, brother. If you're a nice person, you're a nice person. Who cares? It's true, man. And like, but that's the thing, isn't it? Like Raheem Sterling, obviously, he yeah, he didn't miss in the penalties, but he's black. But he basically, let's be honest, he pretty much led England to that final. Yeah, but he had a good tournament. And it's he was like, like, tournament, yeah. exactly, but. <clears throat> everyone was all over him because, oh, Raheem Sterling, like, what a free line he is, like, getting us to the final. But then another black guy misses the penalty and now you're getting all this. So it's almost like, let's be honest, those same people are thinking the same thing about Sterling the whole tournament as well, really. Just so dumb, but this is the, this is the dumbest thing. We haven't done well in a tournament in our lifetime, brother, in, like, any tournament. Maybe except the World Cup in 2018 we got to the semis. But then it's like, We've got to a final, bro. Like, just appreciate where we are. And we have never done so good. So why, why? Obviously, like, we go into the game wanting to win it. But the expect the expectations was never to win a tournament. We exceeded every, we exceeded all expectations to, like, get into where we were, finished in second. So I know it hurts, bro, but just soak that in, fam. Do you know how good that is, bro? I lost some fam. Sometimes, yeah, in, I, I reckon in any type of career, bro, a loss is more important than a win. Like the, the, the amount of gain you get from it. They always say that. They always say, like, you either win or you um, or you learn. Do you know what I mean? Literally, bro. Literally. When you win, obviously you still learn. But, like, even if you were fucking up in a win, you're not really going to think about that because, like, oh, fuck it, I won, so I don't really care. But if you lose, you're more likely going to be, like, critical and analyse what actually went wrong for the next time. i tell you what, though. This will make Sancho, Rashford and Saka so much stronger. Yeah. All right, this question, bro. This is the one that's definitely pending. So, obviously, the whole Black Lives Matter thing is over a year now has been going on. But, obviously, this stuff is still happening. So, my question to you, has that even done anything? The movement? It's, it's definitely done something. It's definitely done something. But it still hasn't done enough because you would like to think, bro, after something extreme like that, surely that should prompt us to not be stupid and... And now putting racism into sport, but like we know, we know with sport it's different. Like heat of the heat, like you know, heat of the moment. Like people say reckless things, but these things, man, these men get death threats and like they're sending monkey emojis and banana. It's fucking insane, fam, bro. I think the punishment, honestly, bro, should be so severe. What I think they should get tracked down. I think they should get tracked down on social media. I think they should get lifetime bans from all stadiums, bro. Like kill it off bro like really go so ham on these punishments so it makes it basically encourages it sends a message that just fuck this racism shit yeah no I'm, I'm on the same boat as you like i definitely obviously the black lives matter movement has helped i think i think more maybe in in the initial months though it's definitely died out in recent times like yeah but that's what we when we done that racism episode like four or five months ago whenever we done it it was still relatively fresh at them but like I think the big problem that I didn't address, I wanted to say it then, but I'll say it now. I think too many people hopped on the Black Lives Matter thing because it was just that like, people just looked at it as like a trend. It's like, oh, let me. Yeah, the, it's the like, oh, for the wrong reason. Yeah, it's like, oh, let me just tell everyone that I'm not racist and like, oh, I'm going to do this and that. And it's like, yeah, I get you and I, I appreciate that. But are you actually like 
are you actually genuinely invested in this stuff? And it's like, yeah. prob- now you're probably not. It's just like, it's the thing to do right now, isn't it? Um, it's mad, man. It's mad. And to be fair, the Black Lives Matter thing is targeted at racists. So, like, I just... I, so I'm, I would almost like almost want to sit in like a group of racists one day and like actually actually just hear like what are they what do they have to even say about like Black Lives Matter and this and that? I mean, I guess they obviously think it's a load of rubbish, isn't it? Bro, do you know what I was saying um today? Do you, do you think this would be really good? Like, say like if like BBC or ITV or Channel Five was to have like an open debate, like conversation regarding race, so that we could get so basically you would get different types of people from different backgrounds who are like the same um like um ethnicity or culture so like we can get like a a black person who's uh like more like a wealthier you can get a black person who's more from like the lower class same with a white person and mixed race people and asian people and just have a proper conversation because well to be fair i was talking about this at work today but i reckon there's so many people yeah who are not racist but they walk on eggshells because they feel like they don't know how to act. They don't know what to say. And maybe the shit they're saying, it comes across ignorant or rude, but maybe they, they just don't know how to articulate themselves because there's so many boundaries. And I think this would be a good way for like, it, it should be a show where like maybe people can like messaging questions and talk about Because bro, like there isn't enough education as much as like we promote all this stuff here, like we don't talk freely about it today. And it's with other races and it's like, when white people are amongst black people, like, do they feel uncomfortable? Like, maybe, do you know what I mean? And it's same with, like, just same with everybody, do you know what I mean? I think it will be such a good thing to happen. Bro, that's a really good idea, man. That's a very good idea. And, like, when you say that, what, you they would sit there and, what, just chat about? Yeah, so, like, you could almost have, like, a, a presenter and it should be, like, a proper severe thing where it should all be, like, they should, they should, they should um, have questions set up, but then the, the audiences or people from home should be able to send in messages. Obviously, the selected messages should get answered. Yeah. Because, brother, even for me, there's some things where, like, I, I'm, like, not sure about, and I'm pretty sure other people are not sure about. And it's just now, I feel like we're in the 21st century, like, we need to be more open to everything. So, like, education is such a big thing. Bro, I really like what you said about the whole um, people walking on eggshells. Because it's true, bro, like... Even maybe sometimes I'll be in the crowd and I'm like, oh shit, like I don't know what to say here. Like, let me just not say nah, anything. Not you, bro. <laughs> you everything, bro. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing, bro. Um, but yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I think too many people probably do feel like that. They just don't know what to say. Bro, you see that 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 um on YouTube, that guy, Mr. Mr. Era or something, thing, and he does all the football that's talk. The one I the one I always tell you to watch, and he done the one with um the Davies guy. Yeah. Yeah, him, yeah. Anyway, so he done on he done one on Wolfram Sahar. And he was saying that basically just they found out that there he obviously he gets racist abuse sometimes when he's playing for Crystal Palace. And apparently there was just like eight-year-old white boy just killing him. And Wolfram Sahar was like, listen, like the boy's not racist, he's eight years old. He's been nurtured that way. So basically the people who have the influence on him, like his peers, his his family, and obviously those negative influences, they're the ones that are like killing his mindset so this if this eight-year-old boy isn't nurtured the correct way then he's gonna grow up to be a fucking idiot do you know what i mean mm. have such a dirty mindset on like just people who are different i remember last time that we done this racism chat and, and i said to you like what's some ways we can get over this racism and i remember one of your answer was like 
correct me if I'm wrong, but it was almost like we almost just have to wait for this like older generation where it kind of is more prominent to almost just die out. Yeah, but, that's fair. That's fair. And I agree with that, but I think it's almost been passed down enough now to generation, maybe even our age or just the one above. So what can be done about them ones? Because like, you know, our age group and a bit older won't on average die for another like 40, 50 years really. So what happens with that? Best peak, man. Them it's and a tough one, isn't it? It's tough when they're so young because, like I said, the eight-year-old boy. Like, how how do you, how do you change him for the better? He's so young. He's always gonna have his parents who have influenced him in a peak way. So it's like it's like it's, like, it's almost like you got to snatch these kids and just like fucking brainwash them to think it's being more accepted. I don't even know how that happens though. I mean, hopefully going to school and stuff. You know what, bro? That's the bet. That's why, like, I think me and you sometimes forget that though is like well actually i know you don't but like we're from london so like we've been around all different races our whole life but most of this country bro is like primarily white really and so like they're never seen anything else yeah so shocked in a minute yeah so it's almost like how how are you going to teach people not necessarily not to not be racist but to almost like be accepting of other cultures when they don't see it at all like if you're in a school with completely white people in up north or something, how are you going to react when you see a black guy or an Asian guy? Like they, they might just be like so clueless that they don't know what to say even, or they're just going to naturally like look at them and kind of outcast them. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's so mad. But it's cultural awareness. But obviously, like you said, bro, some areas within the world, you just can't get that. You know, when you used to go to Yorkshire as a kid to see your grandma, which obviously like, is a primarily white area. Would anyone ever be racist to you guys? Yeah, no, it's often happened one time with like me, Pasha, and Tioni. Like, I remember uh, one, one of my nice names, I think his name was Mark or something. He had a brother and they had kids. I remember he said something like, you can't play with us because like, we're, we're black or something like that. Yeah. I, remember, I, can't, I can't remember the full thing, man, but it was something stupid like that. Jeez. I was like, well, go on, fuck off. I saw your kid playing football anyway, rubbish. Yeah, exactly. Nah, fair enough. Ugh. Have you ever had racism? Huh? Have you ever had racism? What, up north? No, it's in life. Anyone been that crazy racist to you? Not crazy, nah. Nothing crazy. I have been. I've had it twice. I remember you said the, the police one, isn't it? Yeah, and there's another one as well, yeah. But here's another question. So say if you're... Like with all this going on right now, would you if say if you're a footballer, would you even be happy playing for England? Like, how would you feel about that? No, obviously, Bro, like, I was thinking that you know, yeah, obviously, like it's sick. You're playing for England, you're playing big tournaments, like you're a sick player. But then knowing that like the people supporting your team are a lot of racists, like, do you actually feel comfortable in that setting? Do you know what it is, bro? It's like you've got to really just almost dissect it. I know if I'm getting this racist abuse, personally, I'm with all my friends. Like, I love the English squad right now. They're a proper unit. So you got to, like, break it down. It's like, listen, I'm playing for my country. I'm playing with my friends. I have a good team around me, like the management and staff. But it, it's probably just a minority of fucking idiots. But you know, on the whole, you've got more support than hate. Yeah. I suppose, like, when you're in... When you're in that line of fire but you just gotta like almost accept it for what it is obviously like you, you can't accept racism at all but like you know that's you know what comes of it in it so it's more like it's more like you've got to train your 
your mentality and like you need to gain thick skin to it because the main thing I don't I, I just don't think we should rise to that shit. Do you know what I mean? Actually, I was thinking about it. I was like, do I would I actually if I was in that position would I even want to play for England right now? And it's like, yeah, obviously, like you would. Like the majority is cool, but it's just knowing that these clowns are like invested too. It just makes you feel weird. Fucking man, bro. So the amount of do you think England have like like how would you rate England as a nation in this Euros in terms of just our as fans like when you think of the racism the breaking into Wembley like overall yeah I'm not gonna lie I love English I love England fans I think they're sick I generally do think they're sick obviously there is that minority that are stupid it's kind of weird though but you would think yeah the further we get we got into the tournament you'll get more support because of how far we got but because the way I see you know, even though we lost to Italy on penalties, it's not like they could beat us in, in normal time. Mm. It's, like, it's almost like we play FIFA, but you play FIFA, when you get to penalty shooters, you just restart the game. It's, just a, it's such a shit way to, to like, gain a victory. But, yeah, no. I, I personally think, I do personally think English friends are, are good. I don't, I don't think we should have, the, I don't think we should have that minority that are stupid to kill the overall thing. What do you think about that? So for anyone that doesn't know, like during the final, loads of people broke into Wembley, like thousands of people got past the security and ended up watching the whole match, basically, like, which is obviously fucked, especially when you think like to go to that match, you had to have like COVID proof and all that stuff as well. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? I'm surprised that happened, though. I, I, I thought surely there should be more security. Like, bro, from three o'clock, bro, everywhere in London was crazy. I just think there should have been way, way more security for that event. Yeah. Like, there should have been enough to prevent that from happening. But I suppose people took their shot, bro. They saw, they, they saw their chance of actually watching the Euro final. They took their shot. Some people took it. Some people got it. didn't happen for them. What I read online is that England are trying to, like, potentially make a bid, I think, for the 20... Would it be 2030 World Cup? Yeah. And apparently the way England fans have just, like, behaved in general, obviously topped off by the breaking in, apparently is, like, could really fuck it up for us. And apparently... Yeah, like that. So that's, like, I mean, what can you say? That kind of sums it up, if, if I'm honest. 2030, can it be... Oh, Bro, you know Qatar, um, Qatar, the, um, the World Cup um, next year, it's being played in January, isn't it? I think, yeah, like because it's like December, January, because their summer, as in their July stuff, is like 50 degrees. Like, it's impossible. Bro, you know, that means the World Cup is very soon, you know? The World Cup is very soon. Not this January coming, you nonce. It's December, it's December 2022. We're in 2021, bro. Yeah, so are you, so it's like a year and a half away, right? No, bro, like, we the January coming now. Bro, this guy needs... No, bro, the World Cup is in December 2022. That's when it starts. It doesn't start in four months' time. Oh, I thought they were saying that it's going <laughs> to... Oh, so we don't have it... Oh, so it's past the summer. Oh, my, but I was thinking we have it, like, January coming. No, 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 it's, like, December 2022, and I, I think it might even go into January of... Well, that would be 23. Bro. I'm not, I'm, this shit annoys me as well, bro. It's always been in the summer. Why do you have to break the trend and do it in in season? It's the weather, isn't it? They can't they can't play in that weather. No, I get that, but then why give it to the country? 
Why do you think, bro? They're, they're moneyed up. They're riched up. I just think that's stupid, man. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like it's it's the norm. All the international tournaments are played in the summer. It's t- nice to have that. I tell you what, though, my uncle was saying is like in a way though, it's kind of cozy because like England's so depressing around that time, rainy and dark in general. Like at least having a World Cup on will be kind of cool. But then I love the season when it's in play, man. You know that Christian time it heats up, bro. No, true, true, true. Oh man, I just think this is stupid, man. Sports getting all fucking weird now, bro. You know what? That's a discussion for another day, man. Sport is sport is it's weird. It's fading. Rules are changing. All technology's coming into play. Uh, fam, uh, uh, fam. Even when it comes to like far and shit like that, it takes way too long sometimes. It's, it disrupts the play so much. Hundred percent. Oh, any other rate? Any other thoughts on the whole racist spec? Yeah, fuck you, racist bastards, bro. Jeez, intense. That's what I say to you, pussy or them. <laughs> Any other questions about it? No, I think we covered it, man. I just think we covered it. Yeah, I think we'll just be running around in circles otherwise. Yeah. Well, I guess what we'll say on that is, it's a sh- it's definitely a big shame though, isn't it, Ree? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Bro. Oh, these are these in the final, man. It was it was tough. It was really tough. It was, but I think it it definitely got overshadowed by everything else. Unfortunately, I just wished in that game, bro. When we scored first, we hit them harder because we were all over them for the first like thirty minutes, bro. Yeah, we were. I remember looking at it, and I was just like, after the first like yeah twenty thirty, I was just like this is a bit of a boring game after a while. Yeah, it just. Oh, bro, it's, I told you, bro, that game, yeah, you just need to win the midfield battle. But I will say this, bro, so many, I think every England player, bro, done well, bro. Everyone performed to a high standard. Yeah. Even though people, like, started a bit slow, like Harry Kane, overall, man, that man plays sick, bro. 100%. Yeah, nah. It was a good tournament for England, man. It was a really good tournament, regardless. I, I always said in my head, I was like, if they just make the final, that's massive in itself, like... I thought we had it, you know. Oh, I thought we had it. I thought we had it, bro. How how do you think, like, last quick question, I guess. Like, how do you think those three players are going to, like, um, come back from that going into the Premier season? Like, do you think it's something that will affect them madly or are they just going to... I guess they're professional athletes. They're kind of taught to just let the pass go. But do you think it could affect them? This, this is the way I would do it, bro. you got to remember, all the greats, bro. Lionel Messi, bro, he's lost the World Cup. Neymar got like them and Brazil got killed in in um in Brazil against Germany, bro. Every even the top athletes in every sport have had crazy lows, bro. Like you're saying about Federer. So the worst thing about it, it, it will happen to them on a couple more occasions in their career. Do you know what I mean? These losses. That's the whole part of sport, bro. When you become an athlete, you have to accept that. It's just the bounce back. Just just get like a good mentality. For me, I've always said this. If I was an athlete, I would have. I would apply my body and my mind to the sport. I'd have psychological coaches. I'll have fitness coaches, all this shit outside of like the training sessions and what the, what, what the clubs um, give you. Yeah, you have to. The, I, I, I suppose that's preparation to like, just to better you in every way. So to actually answer my question, how are they going to recover? <laughs> Basically, that's it. I would just, I would do what I just said. I'll just get all these coaches and just implement them into like the daily routine, so trying to get over it. Yeah, enough. I guess I was thinking, especially for Saka, like nineteen. I just like, I wonder how that will like affect him going forward. But yeah, like, like you said, man, like, 
hopefully he'll kind of see the the brighter side of it. I tell you one thing, if Saka wants to, I tell you, if Saka overcomes this easily, fucking Arsenal, bro. That club is that club is poor right now. Depressing club, isn't it? Arsenal, bro, they're poor. You know, I don't know when he got this bad for them. That's football, though, unfortunately. The greats, uh, the greats die out sometimes. Bro, I know it's pre-season, yeah, but they lost to Hibernian the other day, 2-1, and their starting lineup was... Um, that's the starting lineup to start in the Premier League for the first game. That's poor. They're just a shocking team right now. That's very peak. That's very peak. Well, anything else to add, big fella? Um, listen, people, I hope you enjoyed the episodes. Hope you... Um, carry on listening we love the support and listen any other recommendations hit up the the instagram yep thank you very much everyone and we'll get back for what episode 31 next week damn bro we're flying through them you know we're hitting our 30s now fucking hell <laughs> we're hitting our 30s <laughs> alright big fella I guess I'll catch you around in a bit geese have a safe one geese <laughs>